Welcome to the Girls Gotta Heal podcast, where we dive into the everyday issues of your modern day resilient healing woman and get real about the ups and downs of healing and personal growth. Navigating our mental health relationships, various setbacks, and grieving those we've lost can get very messy, while we're also trying to figure out who we are. I totally get it, and I'll guide you through. I got you. I'm your host, Karen Pelleggi, and in each episode, we uncover new, empowering topics that you have likely experienced in your journey or will. Empowering one another is so this decade, and so is living up to our full potential. This is the time to become more confident in exploring your relationship with yourself and looking inward. You don't have to have it all figured out today, but you're here and now is a good start. I want you to be your best self. I'm always going to be rooting for you. This girl's got to heal. I'm finally back with another episode, and this episode is focused on recycling relationships. We have all been there one way or another, and I know this is going to resonate with you. Not so long ago, I created a post on this, and I want to use this episode to really elaborate on that. This term of recycling relationships is a big shout out to my friend Jackie. Um, We always have real and honest conversations about our dating life, how tragic it is, the highs and lows of it. And at one point, this was a couple of years back, she was so blunt with me and she's like, Carmi, recycle your relationships. Like, why are you doing this? And I'm like, oh my gosh, no one has ever called me out like that. I actually do do this. And I thought like, oh, well, I don't know. I'm just like a nice person. I really like the connection I have with this person. And I, I don't know. I didn't think much of it. So there is that term recycling relationships and it's a real thing. And I think if we do that with good intention, but really at the end of the day, does it serve us always? Not necessarily. So I want to start off with some examples of how we might be recycling relationships or how that comes up in our days. So um, this can obviously be a former partner potential relationship or even like a past friendship you had wanting to repurpose it wanting to explore it a little bit further you know there's always a reason why that relationship ends so I think we all have to be pretty like cognizant of that and like mindful like why did that relationship end in the first place was it something really traumatic was it something really that went against my morals and values. And I just, it just, no, we no longer aligned anymore on that type of level. So I think it's so important to just always reflect. I'm annoying about it, but you got to be reflective of your own experience to understand your patterns and why you kind of go back to the things that you do. So a day-to-day example might be, or how that might come up of how we might start recycling relationships is through Oftentimes you'll hear or you'll get a message from your friend and you'll be like, oh, it's my ex's birthday or like it's this girl's birthday that I used to be friends with. Like, should I just send like happy birthday? And I feel like this topic in and of itself is could be heavily debated. I'm obviously going to give my own two cents. It's not doesn't mean it's right. It's just my perspective based on my experience and all that. Um, I always want to ask people like, why? Like, why do you want to reach out to them on there? And they might just be like, well, it's, it's not a big deal. Like, I just want to be nice. I want to say happy birthday. You should always be 
looking at your intentions. Like, what's your intention of that? Like, are you trying to like maybe have that develop into a further conversation where you talk about how things are going, what's new? Are you open to something like that? Are you seeking that? Are you genuinely just trying to be nice and want to send a message? So yeah, there could be multiple reasons why you would want to reach out to somebody, but really just check in with yourself and what your intention is. Another way we can find ourselves in this early stage of recycling a former relationship is if we run into this person, you're out, you run into them when you're getting coffee or you're at the mall or oh my God, worst case scenario, like at your job, you see them and you're trying to be professional. Um, it could It can come about so many different ways how we start this process of recycling a relationship. And I'm gonna always try to tie it back to to trauma and a trauma lens. Um, yeah, so those are some ways that re- recycling a relationship can can begin and come about. Also, another reason too I just thought of is if we are going through a really tough time and that person was in our life previously when we had gone through something really heartbreaking or tough and we just our brain is like wired to go to them because we've created such like an attachment and such a bond when there's been conflict that's another huge one so let's get into the why's why we recycle relationships so um this was in one of the posts that i shared uh, a couple months back so there's three main reasons why we could be recycling a relationship Uh, one of them being comfort, the next one wanting to repurpose it, and the last one having unclear standards. So uh, just what I was speaking on before about going through a tough time and in the past relying on that person for comfort and emotional support, that is really like would be the why. So this happens so often, right? Like yeah, when you're going through a lot of tragedy and trauma, like you just kind of latch onto your people and life continues and life happens and you get separated one way or another, whether it's just naturally, organically, or it's, you know, due to, like I said earlier, your morals, your values not lining up, or you just not wanting the same things or seeing the world in the same way. But it's like our brain gets taken back to this time where we experienced a similar feeling and we sought out that person. So I think that it's normal to want comfort when we are suffering or we're struggling. So we might kind of go back to those people that we we did have at that time uh, where we experienced a similar feeling. Repurposing it. So this one is going to be more common in in people who have ended a relationship and are maybe wanting to continue by remaining friends or friends with benefits, or even you could have had like, I don't know, both have business minds and you just want to keep a professional relationship by continue speaking on your businesses or, um, I don't know, things like that. So repurposing it, um, is, uh, kind of where I fell in quite a lot. And I think for me, uh, from a trauma lens, I just, I saw how quickly it was for relationships to come and go that were out of my control. People just 
passing away, people getting sick, and it being out of my control. So I wanted to keep all of the relationships I had in my life because that was that was what was in my control. Um, the relationships here on earth that I had. And yeah, I just, I don't know if something didn't work out with a guy and I don't know, maybe at that time we were coworkers and there was still that comfort and just wanting to still hang out and keep that relationship. I would repurpose it into a friendship or, um, yeah. Yeah, I would repurpose it. So I think the repurposing it um, will oftentimes come when we are wanting that person still in our life, but maybe not in a romantic sense, or maybe there's there was a distrust or something that happened within the relationship that caused us to be like, I can't be in a partnership with you anymore, um, but I still have love for you and I still care for you and you still meet some of my needs and... I do want to keep you around. So as much as like, it's, I don't know that like, oh, I just, you know, I don't want to hurt their feelings. It's kind of like selfish too. It's like, I want to keep them around for my own needs. And I think when I was younger, I wasn't thinking about that. And lastly, unclear standards. Of course, when we are youth, we're in our early twenties, we're young adults. We're really trying to figure out our place in the world. And as much as we think we have it all together, life continues and we realize like just our vision widens and we get to see the world a little bit more clear. And I don't know, we, our standards kind of develop a little bit further. So I think, um, this is not true for all youth, but I'm speaking on my own experience. When I was younger, I always just wanted to give people the benefit of the doubt. I wanted to be, to have an open mind because again, from a trauma lens, I, didn't want anyone to pass judgment on me because of my traumas, what I went through and how that impacted me. So I'm like, I'm not going to do the same for them. Like I'm, you know, I'm going to keep an open mind. This got me into a lot of trouble. So, um, this kind of attracted the wrong people. And when I say the wrong people, I just mean the people that ultimately didn't add any value or weren't, engaging in a healthy back and forth relationship. It was a lot of give on my end and not receiving. So the unclear standards can get a little bit messy and I found it to be more prominent in my life when I was in my late teens, early twenties, because I think for me, that's when my trauma was really kind of peaking and I was really just trying to navigate it and figure it all out. So having those unclear standards definitely welcomed in the wrong people and definitely welcomed back the wrong people as well. Like um, whenever there was a conflict, like I'll give an example. When I was in my relationship in my early twenties, I was dating someone who was like two years younger than me. And um, he was a really nice guy, like just very compassionate, very empathetic, but had a lot of his own stuff that he had to work through and he wasn't working through. A lot of trauma on his side and dabbling into substances and just making really poor choices. And for me at that point, I had done quite quite a bit of work on myself and I just, I don't know, I just was so empathetic to the point where it was a downfall for me. So my standards got a little bit messy because I wasn't thinking straight. I was really just 
thinking out of or letting my emotions lead really and just wanting to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. Early on in our relationship, he actually did cheat on me and it was a really messy situation. He cheated on me with like his best friend's girlfriend. It was a whole, whole mess. And I stayed. I stayed. Like I, I don't know. People stay and they justify it. But for me now, uh, I probably would never do that again. And my standards were unclear. I just saw someone who was really giving me attention, was emotionally supportive, met my needs, some of them. And I would learn that wasn't meeting all of my needs, especially just making me feel safe and secure and putting me in unsafe situations. I will say too that I think the unclear standards goes really hand in hand with wanting to avoid confrontation and wanting to avoid change. Especially if you're someone who has gone through trauma or lost in your past, you know how quick it is for things to be swept right on right under you. And change is really hard. So I think we try to just keep what we have for the most part and not disrupt it, even if it's something that's not helpful, beneficial, supportive, or healthy for us. So I found that with myself. I just didn't want to have those conversations, have that confrontation, um, risk losing more people. And for me, that's what my brain was stuck on. I wasn't I wasn't thinking about the bigger picture that, hey, it's actually better to have like two really good people than to have four, four people and those two extra people are really unhealthy and really unsupportive. So my brain and the way I thought really changed over time. So that is a blast from my past <laughs> having unclear standards, just being open to everyone. And I think that was a really good learning experience for me. I would have probably always wondered if I didn't date the people I dated um, and just, yeah, I don't know, played it safe, I guess, but it was really necessary and part of my journey to just go through that. And um, it definitely made my vision a little bit clearer on what my standards are and what I am not willing to settle. And I think also... It's important. It was important for me to be like, I can empathize with you, have compassion for you, hold space for you, and keep you at an arm's length. Like I don't have to be in a relationship with you, because I think I wound up in this cycle of like attracting people who were looking for me to fix them and provide them with the answers or the healing that they needed, and I obviously couldn't do that because I was barely doing it for myself. Um, I actually had that one, that one boyfriend tell me toward the end of our relationship, like you, you built a moral compass in me that I didn't have. And I'm like, am I supposed to be flattered by that? (laughs) Um, I'm like, thank you. Like shout out to my parents, but, um, yeah, no, no, that was a really clear, like slap in my face. Like, Karm, like you need to be clear about your standards. You need to have someone who does have a really good moral compass, has values and all of that aligned to you. So that is my little spiel on unclear standards. So again, to recap, oftentimes we might be recycling relationships from our past because we are looking for comfort, 
We want to repurpose them into different types of relationship in order to maintain having that person in our lives and having those needs met by that person. And then lastly, just unclear standards. So really the takeaway is you got to up your standards, (laughs) but you also have to go through it and you know, you don't know what you don't know, right? So you have to just experience it. And I know that if someone was telling me, Carm, you have to do this and you have to do this, like, I'd be like, no, I'm going to figure it out myself. But this is just some light guidance and um, encouragement to be a little bit more self-aware and observant, observant of your patterns, observant of the people that you're attracting in your life, and also just reassessing what your needs are. Because I think we just kind of take what we take sometimes. And especially if you're going through um, trauma and you're dealing with so much on a daily basis, like we don't, we're not programmed to actively stop and think, hey, like, are my needs being met? What are my needs actually? Do I need to reassess what they are? We don't think like that. And um, someone needs to get me into a classroom or a lecture hall because I would love to run a course like that. Uh, I think it's important for young people to kind of have that have that foundation really early on, right? I'm going to leave you with three questions. My first question is thinking back, what is a relationship that you have recycled? And the second question, that's kind of a part two to that first question is why did you recycle that relationship? Where were you at in that moment in your journey? Why were you, why were you recycling it? And the third question is, how have your standards changed throughout your teens, 20s, 30s, onwards, whatever is applicable for you? So essentially within the last 10 years, how have your standards for friendships and romantic relationships changed? And is that a testament to you being more self-aware of your needs? I also want to mention that I recently wrote this blog post and it was around Valentine's Day and it was about reminiscing about the ones we thought got away because I've had conversations like this with my friends where friends who are single, friends who are in relationships, they're like, man, I had a dream about my ex or like, I've been really thinking about my ex this week. Like I'm, I'm happy. Like, I don't know why I'm thinking about him, but I am. And like, they just kind of want to talk it out and we just try to analyze it and figure it out together. So if you haven't read that yet, that's, that one's a good read. It's a pretty lengthy one. And I hope when you read it, you feel a little bit of validation or you can better understand your friend, but that one was a really good blog post to check out. And that is all for today. As you know, this is one of my favorite topics and I love tying relationship issues or things going on in our relationships back to our upbringing or trauma and our self-awareness and our needs and all of that because they really do have an impact on one another and that all kind of goes toward self-awareness blah 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 karma we talk about self-awareness a lot yes it is really really key um i am gonna leave you there and I hope you leave this podcast uh, questioning yourself a little bit more in the most healthy way. 
So really looking back at your past experiences and even current experiences, why are you recycling the current relationships you have? Are they healthy? Are they, has it actually been successful or not? Right. Cause there's, there definitely can be some recycled relationships that are healthy and sometimes very necessary too. There's going to be relationships where there's, for example, like separation and co-parenting where that's an obvious recycled relationship. But um, yeah, I hope you kind of get the gist of where I was going with this conversation and I hope that it clicks with you. It resonates with you. Something goes on where you're just like, man, why did I do that? Or like, what was I needing at the time? And was it worth it? Was it helpful at the time? Did it provide me closure? What did I get from it? Shout out to you for showing up today and looking inward and looking at your past, uh, possibly your present. If you are still someone who is recycling relationships, no shame in it. We're just trying to understand ourselves a little bit better. So I hope that you can kind of take away some pieces that allow you to reflect a little bit on your own personal journey. If you're interested in one-on-one mentoring calls for this month, I'm offering calls with Carm. You can DM me and get more information on the booking link and pricing and all that. And I look forward to connecting with you real soon.